What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you for tuning in, as always. This week on the show, we have Damagier, young rapper from the Bay Area, rapper and producer, so a double threat, who, if you've been listening for a while, specifically to my favorite records of the year last year intro that I did in 2020, his record was way up there. Uh, and Such Is Life is now me put out in September of 2020, and I loved it. It is super cohesive. The beats are comfortable but futuristic, if that makes sense. They feel recognizable but totally foreign. His raps are emotive, introspective, philosophical, poignant, triumphant, celebratory. I've been reading a thesaurus, clearly. Nah, I just love the record. It's part of that scene, that community that I keep talking about for the last year that I just love so much. It's guys like, you know, that we've had on the show, like Maxo and Overcast, and but also guys like Pink Sifu and Navy Blue and... And I just love it. I just love it. It's a great scene. I really thought that 2020, I mean, I, I, it, the scene did get bigger, much bigger in 2020, but I also thought like, what a bummer that the pandemic happened because these sort of organic underground scenes really thrive even more when, when fellas get to tour. The fact that in 2020 tours weren't happening and concerts weren't happening, it sucks because I feel like um, dudes like Overcast and Dimaggio, they could have hopped on as an opening act of a tour and gotten even more of a following uh, that they deserve. And it had to be put off for a year, but I know that it'll be coming this year. I'm excited for them. I think their growth is is going to be amazing to watch. You know, and the reason I keep talking about Dimaggio and Overcast, they grew up together. They're best friends. I found out about Dimaggio via Overcast when we did his episode. Dimaggio stopped in the studio with him, and he was like, yeah, you got to check out Dimaggio. He's next up. And, uh, you know, everybody says that about their friends. And I talk about that in the podcast. I say the same fucking thing. So it was kind of in one year and out the other. And now I realize my mistake. And when people tell me all oh, my friends next up, I'm going to really check them out. Because, you know, the only other, not the only other time, but one time that sticks out of my mind of someone saying like, yeah, you got to check this guy out. He's next up. And me going, oh, really? And being tunnel visioned on the guest that was in the studio was when the Internet came in. And Sid was like pointing at a young Steve Lacey. And she said, you got to check out Steve Lacey. He's amazing. He's like the backbone of our band. And he's he's going to be so big. And I'm thinking like, oh, oh, yeah, cool. That's cool. You know, he was like 17 at the time. And then a few years later, it's like, boom, Steve Lacey is like the fucking man. So listen, when people tell you, when people give you suggestions that are more knee deep in it than you are, listen. Full transparency, I recorded a 15-minute intro <laughs> for this podcast uh, before this take, but I forgot to switch my audio settings on my computer, so I recorded it through the computer mic instead of my actual mic, and I was fucking pissed. I don't remember everything that I talked about. It was I kind of ranted about all the same old shit that I rant about, who knows, you know, getting older and blah, 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 all the same stuff you guys are probably tired of me talking about, but that's fine. I will say, speaking of touring and, and stuff getting a little more back to normal, I guess, last night I went to my first concert in over a year 
at the Lodge Room in Highland Park, which is right down the street from my house. And it's one of my favorite rooms in LA right now. I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm so happy to live right down the street from it because, you know, I just left my house at 10 o'clock and got there right as the show was starting. It was really cool um, to be in a room with, I don't know, maybe 500 other people. But it was also anxiety-ridden is different. It's going to take a while to feel normal with these things. That said, you know, they checked, um, for verification of vaccination before we entered, which made me feel pretty comfortable. I took a mask just in case, but then when I tried to put it on, I realized that the elastic bands had melted in my truck because it's been so hot. So I had to throw it out didn't have a mask. It was a bummer because that was that was my first mask that I purchased off of Etsy for the pandemic, and it really got me through a lot. Uh, so I had to throw that old soldier in the trash and gave it a little blessing as it went. Uh, but yeah, I went to the Mind Design release party the second night of it. It was cool. I saw a lot of people that have been on the show at that show. Ran into Logi, ran into Kenny Siegel. On stage was like Low Leaf, Swarvy, Liv. Yeah, it feels good to like walk into a space like that, know a lot of the artists or have previously worked with a lot of the artists in some capacity. I'm just excited that I've been able to design or build my life around music shit, that I've gotten to still be so intrigued by music as I've gotten older because a lot of people don't do that. This is the age when people start reverting to what they liked in high school and not wanting to listen to new music. And, and I don't know, it just feels cool to still be so involved to walk into a show and shake hands with people that, that, you know, it's dope. Uh, today is father's day and it is my first father's day and Ozzy's doing great. He's getting bigger and he is, uh, 11 weeks old. So almost three months now it goes so fast, just like a contemplative story about, fatherhood and reflection of my father and mortality, I guess, you know, when my dad died, I inherited slash just like ganked his old stereo from the seventies with his record player and his 850 slabs of vinyl that I still haven't gotten all the way through. I'm only like halfway through listening to them all. It's a fun exercise getting to listen to the stuff that he used to listen to, but also, you know, when I so desire, I, order vinyl myself i ordered some mf doom records because i didn't have any of those on vinyl i only had them on cd back in the day so i got operation doomsday and mm food whenever mad villainy comes back in stock i'll get that and probably a few others when they got here in the mail i was holding ozzy and he was just relaxing and chilling and i threw operation doomsday on the record player and it was such a trip because I talked about it on the show, but when MF Doom died, that was devastating to me. That was like, I, like I was wrecked for like three days. I cried a bunch. Like listening to his music was just making me cry. Um, I was so sad to learn that he passed away. When I heard Doomsday start coming through the speakers attached to my dad's old stereo and I'm holding my son, I'm thinking about my dad being dead. I'm thinking about MF Doom being dead. I'm, you know, I just fucking started crying not sobbing, but like my eyes definitely were, were a little wet, a little damp. And it was kind of this beautiful moment. I'm glad that I am able 
to feel that kind of stuff and cry. But, you know, it's a bummer to think about my dad not getting to meet either of his grandkids and another grandkid on the way here any day now. Um, My brother's having another girl or having a girl, another child. It was just this moment of reflection when no one was around and it felt kind of good. It felt kind of bad and kind of good. I'm so excited to like talk to Ozzy about music as he gets older and, and, and watch his journey with what music means to him. I hope that he embraces it the way that my dad and I embraced it. You know, my, I said at my dad's funeral that my dad in his heart of hearts wanted my brother and I to, to be professional athletes if we could. And he certainly trained us like, like we had the potential me with baseball and Steven with, with soccer and stuff like that. And cause my dad was such an athlete, but my dad was also such a voracious music listener. He was never outwardly training me to listen to music, but he never got to see me become a professional music listener. You know what I mean? Like that's what I do now. I get to fucking listen to music and show it to people. That's because of him. And so I hope that my son embraces that kind of shit like I did. If he doesn't, that's fine. But I know that I'll be patient with him and never shun his tastes as he goes through moments of annoying artists that he likes like like I did with New Kids on the Block in second grade. I'm just prepared to watch his journey. I think it's going to be dope. I'm excited. Yuppie update. The Peloton came. Mia's used it a bunch. I haven't used it yet. I'm going to start tomorrow on Monday. It'll, it's going to be over for these hoes. It's going to be a real hot girl summer. Uh, I am going to lose my boobs, my moobs. I'm going to lose this dad belly. It's going to be all bad for the ops because I'm going to come in looking like fucking macho man, Randy Savage in a few months walking into podcasts like, Oh yeah. So I'm excited about that. That is what I think the Peloton will turn me into is macho man, Randy Savage. We'll see. I'm sure that I talked about a lot more on my first version of this, but I'm going to wrap it up because we have to go to my wife's dad's house. So we've got a road trip planned today and it's a lot. Let's get into this interview with DiMaggio, who, like I said, just has such a bright future, such a unique producer and great young rapper and such as life is in my eyes, a home run. I hope that you guys check it out and give it a chance, run it up, get him some streaming paper, and keep your eyes on him and Overcast because they are a dynamic duo that I think have a long future ahead of them as collaborators and co-conspirators because they've been homies since seventh grade, and those are the kind of bonds that don't break over bullshit, so be on the lookout for those two gentlemen. So without further ado, here's my conversation with DiMaggio. So how was it though in LA? Was it a oh, nice man. reset? Nah, this was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. Every time I come out here, being able to take in the sun that we we get pretty often in Oakland, but out here it's just consistent sun. It it's is. always sunny. I got them, yeah. you know, as a resource. We just chilling there, Airbnb making beats, tapping in with people. That's amazing. That sounds like a nice little that That's sounds like a nice time it's to a just nice little four days. Sit with the homies and make beats. Drive back. 
Yeah. Drive back was nice. Drive here was beautiful. I didn't expect it to go. Well, and on the drive back, you guys can listen to everything you made. Exactly. No, that's what I'm saying. And a car ride's the best time to write, really. Yeah, no, it really is. It definitely is. But I get hella car sick. So I'll be like, if I look at anything that isn't outside, I'm puking. But that means you got to drive the whole time. So you don't. Bro, I drove, and I almost did the full five and a half hours. I did like 4 30 because my back started hurting. Yeah, right. That shit was lit, though. Yeah. I didn't expect it to go that fast. Yeah. So, interestingly enough, mm-hmm. the way that I found out about you slash met you yeah. w- was probably your last trip to L.A., right? Yeah. Because Overcast was one of the first guests that I had on the show after like starting the show again, mm-hmm. and he brought you along with him yeah. and was like, yeah, my homie is like next up he's like yes, really sir. dope you know but here's the thing is that i've been around rap and rappers mm-hmm. for 20 years now and so you know everybody says that yeah, everybody the next <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i went, my homie though he's better than yeah, me yeah i said oh really cool and uh and then i heard the record and i was yeah. like oh shit i should have listened <laughs> like i was like i should have i should have paid attention because and such as life after mm-hmm. you put it out in um last september mm-hmm. quickly became one of my favorite releases of the year yeah. a- and i'm like not bullshitting when i say that shit was on very heavy rotation at the house it's amazing i i uh, I need that you know you you have your whole life to make your first album and you took you took advantage of it yeah yeah now this my and this was crazy it is as it is i had ghetto blessings which is my first album but i don't consider my first album. oh right in 2018 huh yeah but i didn't like that's just like a little passion project i was getting broken up with heartbroken i was making songs i don't consider that my first album Uh this is my first album for sure yeah yeah tell me about making that record ah man this whole album is just about endurance really you know yeah. and just being able to take shit take shit it's a deeply sad record at yeah. times no it definitely is being able to like f- reform it into something else you know yeah that's the whole shit is about yeah because i was gonna say it does sound celebratory at mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. but it's often like the songs need to start from a sad place exactly face exactly. off with those feelings to become celebratory or triumphant right? exactly and yeah. understanding you know yeah. you got to understand what's going on before you can do something you know yeah you're really doing a lot of unpacking on that right hey. right a lot yeah. a lot of unpacking from the first song to the last yeah well let's talk about the life you led that that made you need yeah. to unpack that you oh, guys man. you guys come from Oakland yeah? yes sir born East and raised Oakland. East Oakland, East we, were Oakland. Bo- we were born in Oakland but yeah. me and Silas were both raised in East Oakland and Sneed yeah you you and Silas Overcast you guys grew up together uh, I met him in sixth seventh grade so seventh that's great you guys grew up together yeah yes. we grew up to, for sure yeah. yeah yeah he's the only friend I have right now that's still like my friend friend a like day one if him. you will day one yeah day zero how did your family end up in Oakland? Ah man, uh, my great grandfather yeah. was a is a great jazz musician. He's oh. a bass player, um, an Oakland legend. Yeah, Bob Geddes. Uh, wow. So it's music is all music and art has always been in my family. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, Bob Geddes ends up in Oakland just because of the music scene. Um, yeah, I think he was from uh, Texas or oh, something yeah. maybe, and. Uh, he had brothers and sisters, you know, back then they was having 14 siblings. Yeah. And some lived in L.A. He lived in Texas and moved out here and made my great-grandmother, uh, Irma. Yeah. Had kids, had 14 more kids. No, are you my, serious? Yeah, they had a lot. Hey, everybody was doing it. Yeah, dude. yeah. Then had my grandmother and all her brothers and sisters. Uh, yeah. She had my mom. My, my, my grandmother's a, a painter. She was a painter. 
your grandmother was yes yeah, wow a painter. yeah and she learned she had she learned piano too so like art and music really yeah. run deep everybody in your veins. Did, yeah like everybody does their own variation of art that's so amazing man I, I first and foremost like mm-hmm. kudos to you for like knowing so much of your family history that's I'm amazing. trying i'm trying to learn it it's hard no it's hard, that's really yeah. cool i mean i have no place to speak on this but yeah. i know like black people in america have trouble tracing their family their family do. lineage at they times definitely do right yeah, it's a big and thing. so that's like really a blessing that you're able yeah. to trace it back so far and you just gotta be able to and willing to ask questions to those who are willing to answer yeah know? I feel like you're very tapped in with that because a lot of the record seems like just talking about family in general yeah. and talking about touching base with your relatives and, mm-hmm. and ancestors, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, shout out my cousin Keith, Marquis. Yeah. Um, he's a big inspiration. He got me into music, yeah. rapping seriously. Um, and just being around him and understanding that your family has such a big influence made me go yeah. and tap and ask my granny what she does and Seeing what my mom does that she doesn't acknowledge, but I know she does. Yeah. Um, and shit like that, man. Am I mistaken? Did your grandmother just recently pass away? She did pass. She man. passed in February. I'm sorry to hear that. No, nah, it's all good. Because I know, I could tell you were very close to her. Oh, that was my best friend. Yeah. Oh, Deborah was my best friend for sure. Uh, yeah. You, oh, that's Deborah Shelby? Yes, Deborah Shelby. Because you got a song titled after her. She cries that whole album too, me and her both listened to. I'm thankful, <laughs> I'm thankful that that had to, got to happen though. Yeah. For sure. In following you on social media for the last mm-hmm. few months, six months or so, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you had a lot of, you, you could tell you spent a lot of quality time with her. Oh, There'd for be sure. Videos yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Hella. Nah, I got so many videos of pranks where we both laughing, crying and yeah. shit. I'm getting whoopings and shit. Yeah. yeah. Man. I was able to tap in and get a lot of love and time with my grandmother. Was she a glue that felt, held the family together up there? She definitely did. Yeah. She was definitely that ear you needed how many how many um aunts and uncles do you have did she have a lot of children Um, as well yeah so i have my mother yeah uh i have my uncle lance uh i have my uncle quincy yeah who i talk about on the album at the end uh i had my uncle jamal he passed Uh and my aunt who passed i didn't really know her like that though yeah and so then they all have children you have mad cousins Mm -hmm. up there did everybody stay in oakland uh, a lot of them stayed in Oakland. A lot of them moved to L.A. Yeah. Some are in Texas. But most of them are in Oakland, uh, San Jose, like in that general In that area, Bay Area. In the Bay Area, yeah. yeah. So did you, you got to grow up with like a pretty yeah. strong oh, for sure. familial unit and a, and a wide sure. net of people? And if I did go to L.A., I could meet some some new, oh, you're my cousin. Oh, we look alike. Yeah. Or I can go to Texas and do the same. Yeah, thing. right, yeah. right. That's amazing. What kind of What kind of paintings did your grandmother do? Oh, man. Uh, I actually have some in her, in my room that I took from her home. Yeah, she has a self portrait. She loved to paint uh, water. She yeah. loved painting flowers yeah. and shit. Um, uh, I don't know. She just had a different eye for shit. You know. Yeah. She'll be painting something and will call it ugly as she's doing it, not knowing that she's doing something I've never seen before. Yeah. Just right. abstract stuff. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. That's really great, man. I'm so sorry to hear that. No, it's, yeah. it's hard. It's yeah. hard. Thank you. Yeah, it's really hard. Um, growing up in Oakland with mm-hmm. so many uh, family members around, mm-hmm. was it sort of a communal effort, like even living-wise? Like, would you be house-to-house, staying at cousins' houses, yeah. oh, aunts yeah. and uncles, like takes-a-village type shit? Yeah, not. Um, so my my gran- my great-grandpa, yeah. uh, his music was super popular in, like, London and shit. Oh, wow. So he had a lot of royalties and stuff, and he— Passed it all out to all of his kids. Oh, wow. And my aunt, my grandmother's sister, she bought and put all her money into a church and got a lot of her siblings to 
put money into a church and we all came in on Sundays and yeah. Wednesdays and shit. And that's where I got into music heavy. Like, uh, So you grew up in the family church. Yeah. That's family amazing. Church. Yeah, I learned my first instrument was organ. Okay. And then drums. I was going to guess drums. Yeah. No, what's crazy is yeah. I stopped playing drums for a really long time. Yeah. Just because, like, as a kid, that was my first instrument. I was probably, like, nine. Right. And being taught it and trying to keep a rhythm was really hard because, you know, it's you're young, you young yeah, as shit. Yeah. But picking it back up, bro, I picked up all that shit plus more. Yeah. And it's helping my beats that I don't use drums on. Really? Bro, I, this new stuff, oh my God. I'm excited. New stuff is crazy. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Were you taking formal like organ lessons or like just having no. elders teach yeah, you? Yeah, no, my, my grandmother's oldest brother, yeah. uh, Bobby Geddens, he, yeah. taught, he plays everything. Uh, he's like 90 right now. Yeah. Still going too. Yeah, he taught me organ. That's awesome. Yeah. How how, how crazy is it that your last name is Bibbins yeah. and then your grand or your great grandfather is Geddens? <laughs> yeah, like, nah, my those dad kind of sound great together. <laughs> yeah, my dad he his name is Bibbins, so he's like, oh, I'm putting my stamp. You can yeah. name him. You can name him Dimaggio or whatever you want to do. Yeah, my mom came up with Dimaggio. It's a beautiful name. Yeah, I don't know if that sounds weird for me nah, saying that's that, but that is a that's a nah, fucking amazing name. <laughs> she made that shit up. So hard to spell. Yeah, nah, it's really hard to spell. I didn't learn how to spell my name till third grade. Man, which totally. is funny because you probably smart as shit by yeah. third grade but you know i had one of the smartest kids in my class growing up mm-hmm. he his last name was like van something is like van and then a very long yeah something and he was like literally the genius in our class and he could not spell his Bro, last name hard he couldn't spell his last name Bro, i used to bring my homework home and this is when i found out that i was spelling it wrong for a very long time from my homework home my mom was like let me see it she's like it's a e not ea and i'm <laughs> like oh I said, oh, oh, thanks, mom. Oh. <laughs> Teacher's like, oh, I, okay, you get it now. Did okay. she explain how she came up with it? I don't know why. She doesn't even like baseball, but I was named after Joe DiMaggio. Oh, DiMaggio. Yes, but I don't know why. She don't. She couldn't tell you yeah. what the rules were to baseball. And she flipped it. I just had my first son, and I named oh, him. Oh, congrats. Yo, thank you, man. Congrats. I, and I named him Ozzy. Oh, uh, that's beautiful. Also, after a baseball player like Ozzy Smith, that's he's the odd. he's this shortstop for the Cardinals from before mm. you guys are born. Yeah. Um, yeah, like O-Z-Z-I-E. Anyway. That's odd. Yeah, it's a tight name. So, yeah. Did the church really become like a central part of you guys' family? Like, oh, did you yeah. remain in it the whole, like, your whole life? Yeah, I yeah. definitely did until it closed down and everybody started taking their money and Investing yeah. in other ways. Yeah. Uh, it lasted up till I was probably 14. Which is only so. a few years ago, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It did a lot. It did a lot for everybody. Did um, the church closing down have to do with like the gentrification of Oakland? Did it uh, become too expensive to maintain? Just funding. Yeah, okay. exactly. Just funding. Yeah. Uh, they took their money elsewhere. They kept a couple of uh, housing programs that yeah. we still had for people less fortunate. Yeah, awesome. But the church was gone. Yeah. But still a lot of stuff got done. Yeah. It kept us all together for sure. That's awesome. Um, Tell me about yourself as a kid. I know you're still pretty much, you're a very yeah. young man. I'm a, you're, I'm you're, a youngster. You're, you're a kid old, still, really. I'm old at heart. I'm a but like though. in hindsight, w- yeah. how would you describe yourself as a kid? Were you extra curious, extra artistic, oh, a reader? What were you? I was drawing stuff constantly yeah. on shit I should be taking serious. Mm. Uh I was just looking at shit different all the time, just trying to put my twist on things. My granny would always cheer me on, too. Because she was like, hey, you get that from said, me. I, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, rearranging my room constantly. Really? You know. But try, trying to find that feng shui or exa- what? Just like, 
I can make it different. Yeah. Like, oh, I can make it even better. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah, yeah. So you were always looking for, like, alternative answers to things. Exactly. Yeah? Exactly. Yeah, right. And just adding, you know, just adding, oh, I did that too. Yeah, know? yeah. Gratification type stuff. Right. What, um... What was your demeanor like? Were you mischievous? Because ah. I, the reason I ask that is because I see <laughs> when I listen to your music, mm-hmm. I wouldn't take you as somebody with some uh, huge sense of humor. But then yeah. I watch your social media and I'm like, oh, you're like a prankster. Yeah, nah, And you're sure. like a funny dude. You're like always, <laughs> I mean, making just weird videos and impressions mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, I was definitely like the class clown yeah. big time. Like yeah. I was bringing shit to school. Just to get to laugh out the class type yeah. shit. Like what? Yeah. What were you bringing to school? Uh, my lizard's tail that <laughs> fell off. You know. Yeah, yeah. Just accidentally fell off. Oh, I'm gonna bring this to school. Yeah. Uh, you know, shit like that. Somebody would ask me to draw some sh- crazy shit. Oh yeah. I got you. Draw it. Give it back. Here are some butt cheeks. Have yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro. Crazy story. Yeah. Drew some butt cheeks for somebody. I don't know why he asked for them. <laughs> He, I drew him real detailed. <laughs> I was in like third grade. Yeah. Drew him real detailed. Yeah. So all I drew was a butt. Come to find out, he draws the principal's name is the butt, and then he draws a male counterpart. Yeah. And writes somebody else's name he doesn't like, and then writes my name at the bottom. Oh, to make it look like you did the whole thing, bro. And he and then the principal knows that I can draw. Yeah. But then he's seen him drop it, so they're like uh. both of y'all. And I said, bro, what? I did only drew half. Right. I only drew the butt cheeks. Those are PG rated. <laughs> Those are PG. Yeah. I, they they were just nicely shaped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, so you got trouble for that shit. Nah, he let me go. He yeah. said, I know that male piece ain't you. Yeah. It would be more defined. Uh, for you. <laughs> nah, I got There's let not go. enough wrinkles in that <laughs> for that to be Dimaggio's work. Yeah, nah, he let me go. Surprisingly. Yeah, bro got suspended. Um, What was the nuclear family unit like at home how many siblings you got oh man my grandmother always stayed with us okay yeah uh, so she yeah. was in the house helping mm-hmm. yeah. at all times she had her room yeah she had maybe washed some dishes sometime cooked for us a lot uh when we were at school my mom she does hair okay so that yeah. was her form of art after doing drawing throughout her ages being to my age yeah so she'd always be going doing hair and stuff and as we come back we'd Greet Granny and my uncle. My uncle yeah. stay with us too. Okay, yes. Yeah. Was she? Did she just like go to people's houses and do their hair, or did she have like a oh, chair? Oh, yeah, she has a, a, she had a hair salon. Oh, she, she had, had a salon. Yes. So, yeah. would you spend time there as well? Oh, yeah. yeah. She didn't like it as much. Yeah. Because she just knows we could be there all day. Yeah. Uh, depending on how many people she has. Yeah. But yeah, uh, a lot of I've learned a lot about hair. I know a lot about hair. Yeah. Because of her. Yeah. Right. So uncle stays at the house too. Mm-hmm. Brothers and sisters, I forget. Did yeah, you I have a, I had a big brother. One, I still have a big brother. Yeah. Um, until about 20, when was Braylon born? Maybe 2018, 19. Oh, so you have like a baby, baby. Yeah, baby that, brother. Oh, that's, I've been thinking <laughs> that must be your nephew or something this whole time. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. that's my little baby brother. Yeah, right. I heard you mention your dad earlier, but he mm-hmm. wasn't living in the in the crib. Yeah, so I go back and forth oh, okay. from them. So yeah. you, were your parents ever married or? Oh, no. Okay. They yeah. had me and was like, it would be best for us to not. I mean, hey, that's a yeah. mature decision sometimes. Exactly. And yeah, I'm yeah. glad that he's still present in my life. Oh, know? okay. Mm-hmm. And so what part of Oakland was he in? He is in the dubs. So that's like East Oakland, but it's like you're starting to get towards downtown area. Okay, yeah. 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 And I don't know. Like, you know, Oakland is 
a place where if you live in California, mm-hmm. you hear about a lot of the yeah. controversy going on with it right yeah, now nah, because yeah. because people like you who grew up there their entire lives mm-hmm. are being forced out of Oakland. Push, you yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Um, we had Guap Dad on. Um, mm-hmm. who, oh, really? Yeah, who told? It was like right after his family had lost their childhood home. Man, you know what I'm saying? That shit is hard. Yeah, that kind of shit's happening. So, how have you and Silas as well seen yeah. Oakland change over the years? Man. Um, and being that me and my family, we've lived in multiple parts of yeah, Oakland. Yeah. Uh, I've stayed in the 60s, the 90s, the 30s. Um, everything looks different. But yeah. it's it, it's not fully made a big imprint in the East. It's getting there. Like, see white families, full fleet, walking a dog yeah. next to cemeteries and shit. Yeah. But it's... It's going to take some time for it to be full, full in the East, but the West is already gone. Yeah. The West, there's like a coffee shop on every block. Right. Yeah. You know, a video that has really stuck with me and haunted me mm-hmm. um, is the one where Silas is driving around and sees this white woman af- yeah. after the George Floyd murder yeah. um, painting a fucking mural. Yeah, it's just crazy. And he's just like, are you from here? Yeah. And she's kind of like, oh, you know, I've been here, if, whatever, and- He's like, man, wow. I grew up here. This shit is performative as fuck, or yeah. something like. Yeah, and I was just like, is. oh wow, like that shit. There's hit, a lot. Hit me in the heart. There's a lot in the downtown region because they're trying to start to push. Yeah, you know, and they're making ways. Like certain businesses are popping up that have never been there ever. Yeah, as somebody who grew up there, like, how mm-hmm. does it make you feel seeing that happen? Man. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, it it's shitty as hell. You know, I used to ride around in my my mom's backseat like why is all these businesses closed you know yeah. i've never seen none of these shops open for 70 blocks yeah you know and to see them start to open up in different hands is just it's disgusting yeah much, you know? yeah wow yeah what will you do now that you're mm-hmm. an adult if you like you know what i'm saying yeah. like if you if you if i was to, uh, eventually can't afford to live there yeah. no more yeah uh man the goal is to make a big enough impact yeah. to go back and make my own small piece of Oakland that still feels like home. You yeah, know? yeah, that's uh, right. For sure. What, um, yeah, I don't know, like, what else were you getting into as a kid? Like, was it always just, like, music was your thing, or did you have other hobbies, or were you yeah. really immersed in music from youth? You know? I definitely loved music. Like, I'm pretty sure my mom was playing, like, crazy albums as i was in her stomach and that's what got me here yeah and then having the backing of my great-grandfather um around maybe eight i skated i love skating still that was my shit you still skate yes i still skate i get down i get down i can't hit no handrails and shit i want to break none but i got some flat ground ground tricks tricks. oh for sure yeah yeah laser Oh wow! Trey. I got some shit. I, I got a, I got a nice little kick. So you you and Sage ever play fucking skate or what? He was some, <laughs> no crazy shit is in New York when I was visiting him. Me and Silas. Yeah. I grabbed his board and as I threw it down to go to the store, he was like, "You skate?" I yeah. Said, yeah. I skate. He said, "What you got?" Uh, I was like I did a little. He said, "Oh okay, okay." He already knew because you know certain people. Oh, I skate and they do a fucking yeah goofy ass ollie like a little kick flip where yeah. they almost fall over and shit i did a little inward heel almost had and he was like oh okay yeah cool. right he could just see the style yeah i mean i would bet you have pretty good skate style because you're yeah. kind of like tall and lanky yeah I, no. a lot of my favorite skaters are like tall and, tall lanky. and lanky that's yeah. all it takes yeah. and a big foot honestly yeah right right yeah um how did you start learning to skate just picked the board Man. up and figured it out uh i begged and pleaded my mom 
Yeah. Uh, she saved up enough to get me and my brother, who doesn't skate, he plays basketball. Yeah. And I stepped into that later. Bought both of us DGK boards. Yeah. And that was like awesome. That's all I needed. That's who all I needed. Who was on DGK? Was it was Stevie Williams or no? Uh, who was my board? Um, Damn, I can't fucking remember That's his right. name. It was a jersey board, though. It was a yeah. yellow board with a two on it. Oh, yeah. So if you see that, that's the board I had. Let's Google it. Clear grip tape. Oh, ooh. Clear grip tape. Okay, okay. I wanted to do a little extra. Um, wanted to floss. DGK board. Jersey Jersey series. Jersey. Let's search that up. Was it 17? 17. Maybe 17. Let me see. That is a Stevie Williams. Was it this? That was my shit. Yeah. That was my shit right the there. Stevie Williams board. Hell yeah. Jeez. That was my shit. I skated that shit. I don't even tail. skate and I managed to guess the skater. Really? Hey, that's the, <laughs> I just have, I have nephews that are like enthralled. Like yeah. they are deep in that shit. Yeah. Did you have uh, homies that skated? Like little oh, yeah. neighborhood kids? Yeah. Definitely riled up everybody that's on our block that could get one too. And we yeah. was all just skating Mobbing. and shit. Mobbing for sure. And I talk about this uh, with everybody that mm -hmm. skates and produces, but- mm -hmm. That's got to be like the same part of your brain, right? The, yeah. The part that's down to like memorize mm -hmm. the muscle memory to do a fucking laser flip is the yeah. same part of the brain that'll sit there and tinker with a snare for an hour, right? Yeah. No, it definitely is. And like you bounce back and forth to it, you know? Like, yeah. Because you have to know how to do a kickflip to try and do a tray flip, you know? Right. And to try to do that tray flip, you got to do a little kickflip, you yeah. know? So making that kick sound like an 808 heart, heartbreak yeah. kick is... Same, you know. Yeah, you gotta know what that sounds like. The balance, exactly. You, gotta, you really have to study that sound. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow, that's tight. Uh, did you watch a lot of skate videos? I definitely did. I loved Almost. Almost was my favorite skate brand yeah. for a long time. Chris yeah. Haslam. <sighs> Chris Haslam was that guy. Does watching skate videos put you onto a lot of new music? Because that's also yeah. Something that oh, I for sure. Yeah. A lot of hip hop. A lot of rock. A yeah. lot of. Especially new shit, like a lot of trap. I'd be like, ooh, who, what was that? Yeah. Who was that? Yeah. You know? uh, growing up in Oakland, what kind of music did you grow up listening to? Because I Man. always picture people from the Bay just yeah. getting hyphy and going yeah. dumb. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, no, I yeah. definitely listened to D-Lo. D-Lo was that guy. For, and this is all just Oakland shit. Yeah, D-Lo, Mac Dre. Yeah. Uh, all the legends. All the legends. All right. the legends. E-40, Too Short. But here's the thing is that, like, you guys sound... Nothing like that. Exactly. Like, you could play me your record and I would think you were from the moon, not from yeah. Oakland. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, where does that come from? See, and then it starts to break apart because my mom, my mom, she's an undercover weirdo. Like, yeah. she'll hide from you. Like, I don't, listen, I don't like that shit, but we'll slap Kanye all day. Yeah. Uh, like, early Kanye, before people liked him like that. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of odd stuff that somebody from Oakland wouldn't necessarily reach out to first. Right. You know, and that opened me up and then playing video games was like really where it set me in. Yeah. Like, shout out Rockstar. They put me onto a lot of stuff. For yeah, child. GTA Radio. Yeah. And Midnight Club. Oh yeah. Midnight Club put me on to everything. Last time you guys were here you were playing um rdr2 online yeah are you guys still on that <laughs> yeah oh i tried for a couple of weeks and i was like there's too much grinding in yeah this nah shit. it's grindy as it hell. is grindy yeah. um but yeah i hundred percented it really the, the like the the main game and so yeah. i was like all right i'm gonna try to do online and then i was like nah it's too much hell for nah. me. yeah that, too much. that's pain yeah i can't but you guys are still on that shit uh, nah. Sometimes? Nah, no. I, nah i'm on modern warfare modern warfare oh okay shit. yeah, yeah I'm a, right i'm a war zone head so let me do some math here. At your mm -hmm. age, your main console, like the one that you grew up on, must have been what? The Xbox 
360? Yes, that was my joint. That's the that one? That was my best friend, for yeah. sure. But I definitely loved my PS2. Oh, okay, so you had both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And actually, my first game and what inspired me to listen to shit further was this ATV game. Oh, yeah. Um, Paramore is on there. Uh, just a lot of far out shit that you wouldn't expect to like go and slap after. Yeah. And all that is a big inspiration on me right now. It really? Yeah, like yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Justice. Uh, that was in 2K. Um, I love Justice. MGMT is a huge one. Russian Futurist. Wow. Huge. Like all Yeah, so that. like a lot of like alt pop and dance music mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because I still, I don't hear any of that <laughs> as influences either. I, I hate doing the yeah. influence conversation because yeah. no, I, I, I think it. it can be so boring. But mm -hmm. like, I really, in listening to the record, I'm like, where does this shit come from? Like you, like your style. Yeah. I, I hear that style of rap in um, some other young fellas. Yeah. I mean, like Mike and Mavi, mm -hmm, I think are good yeah. examples. Like those are if you're into those two guys, yeah, you'll be into Dimaggio type shit. Yeah. But like even then, I like I can't trace where they get that that pocket from and that. Yeah. Like I just wonder like where yeah. that rhythm came from for you guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's different than than what other people are doing. And I think it's the combination of all these things that yeah. we were handed. You know, as yeah. children, like Mike has mentioned references of who he used to slap. And I'm like, bro, what? That's what you, know? you used to slap. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And same with Mavi, too. I know Mavi isn't just like tunnel vision to rap. I know he listens to probably country music. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Did um, any of your family members have a particularly large record collection that you tapped into? Mm, um, My the one that taught me organ. Uh, yeah. That uncle. Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. He had everything. He had every instrument. Uh, yeah. Now going over his house, you had to like make sure not to break none because he's like super grumpy about everything. Oh, yeah. But that's how you know he loves you. Right. You know? Right. But he had everything and I could touch anything with his supervision. Yeah. What What were you drawn to at his house instrument? Oh, I loved his keyboard. Yeah. He just had this big long ass 88 key. Yeah. He like, wouldn't let me do too much on it because I didn't know any type of theory so i'd just be smashing at it and yeah like be sweating but that was his shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was my shit for yeah, sure yeah 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 and so was he that's the same uncle he taught you organ did yeah he, is he also teaching you drums no he wasn't okay, there was this drummer uh oh man he was a cross-sided like he was cross-sided dude i don't remember his name yeah i don't mean i've never seen him ever again in my life but his face stuck with you because he cross -sided? Well, he was like no it, it keep in mind i'm crossing my shit right now yo and he was like no, you gotta like, wow. Put put the snare here and then yeah. And I'm like, bro, I'm so distracted because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you, <laughs> hella distracted. But he taught yeah. me a lot though. He got me decent, yeah, and what I needed to do for a church. Yeah, you know? that's amazing. Um, tell me about like I don't know mobbing around Oakland as a kid. Yeah, when you're with your young skate crew, mm -hmm. right? Of maybe what was it, like four or five. It guys, was like three, three four. Guys. Would you guys be able to also, like, hop on the BART and go into the city? Yeah, so I used to be scared as fuck of BART. Like, yeah. I was like, bro, if I get on BART, I'm getting lost. Yeah. So we was taking buses and oh, shit. Oh, wow. Which is funny because I feel yeah. like buses are so much more difficult oh, than the BART. Oh, they Bart. suck. The BART is, like, really just one line, it seems yeah. like. It just takes you to the heart but of the city. It but it takes you hella quick yeah. to another city, hella quick. Now, if you on bus, it's going to take you, like, seven, six stops before you in another city. So you're kind of learning the city mm -hmm. and getting to see everything? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you guys will hop on the bus yeah definitely used to hop on the 1r and go into the city we used to go from oakland to 
we used to skate at this spot in Berkeley, the Berkeley oh, yeah. skate park. There you go. Berkeley, that's an interesting town as well, yeah. right? Like it's goofy as hell. It, yeah, but there's a lot of embrace the weirdness shit yeah. there. Yeah. And so you grew up skating there? Yeah, a little bit. I used to love their skate park, but I, my home court yeah. was Youth Uprising. That was my court. Where's that? That is in East Oakland on 87th yeah. and Mac. Garther. Yeah. It's right next door to like one of the worst high schools you can go to. No shit. Castlemont. Yeah. That's not the high school you went to? No. I almost did not. I I begged and pleaded my mom. I'm like, mom, if I go there, I'm not going to be your son no more. Like, I'm going to be a different person. Really? It's it's like that. It's a crazy school. And next door to that school is the middle school I met Silas at. Yeah. Speaking of Silas, Mm -hmm. I remember when I interviewed him. He was kind of like, no, I was in the house. I, w- I wasn't outside. I was, you know, yeah. to myself. And it sounds like you were a little o- outside yeah. a little more. But, like, you you guys are such, like, good kids, like, straight-laced yeah. kids. Like, how did you manage to, like, avoid getting in trouble as a kid? Man, so yeah. my all my family grew up on this. Well, not grew up. They just, their headquarters was this street, 72nd, Lacey in Oakland. Yeah. Uh, and that's 72nd. That's seven deuce. That's yeah. it's like a little like a little street game. Right, right, game. of course. All my family stayed there, and my mom stays up there. I know everybody up there, but my mom tried to keep us, me and my brother, off of that street as much as possible. Yeah. We can avoid it, for sure, but we got the least amount of time for most of my cousins. Okay. You know? So I think that was, a like, a nice stray away from being too far into Right, extra shit, yeah. right, and then everybody on the block is like, "Oh, that that's so and so son." Like, yeah, don't, don't mess. Yeah, with no, him. for yeah, sure. And we watching over. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. I yeah, yeah, you. and Monty, that's yeah. my brother's. Okay, yeah, man. right, right. Yeah. So yeah, tell me about getting to middle school and mm-hmm. meeting Overcast. You guys oh, are man. thick as thieves now. Oh yeah, that's my brother in crime. Right, you guys frequent collaborators. Um, got obvi- matching ski masks and shit. You know, there you <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so out of character for you too. Um but I mean yeah, when you guys meet, are you is it like an instant bond? Do you guys oh, are you the same kind of shit or what? So first day I ever tried to talk to Silas. Yeah. And he could he could vouch for this. Yeah. Tech Dex was like the thing. Oh yeah. Tech Dex was that shit. If you had one, you were cool. But it was like something that you had to be into. I had my tech deck. I seen Silas sitting with another friend of mine, Manny. And he's like sitting to the side, and this is after recess. Everybody's at recess. Yeah. And I walk up, and I'm still new, fairly new to the school. Uh, it's probably like a weekend. I see them tech deck, and I'm like, I walk up slow. I'm like, can I can I tech deck with y'all? Can I skate? <laughs> and yeah. Silas is like sitting on the floor, and he looks up, and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. And I don't know what we did later on, like within the weeks or so. Yeah. That made us just draw together. I think it would no, actually, I tried to play some music and it was just some weird ass music. Like Yeah. Disgusting music. But he loved it. And then he showed me some shit. Uh and then I showed him some shit. And then we was playing weird ass flash games and shit. Yeah. And, yeah. We had a little small computer in the back of our class we could sneak on. Like armor games and shit yes, like that. Yes, exactly. Oh, Y eight. Yeah. Arcade pre hacks. All that stuff. Yeah, all that shit was clean. Was it playing that weird ass disgusting music to each other that made you realize you're both interested like deeply in music? Yeah. Did both of you already like know that you wanted to create music? Was it something you guys talked about? It was just like later on. uh, I remember we had like later in the year after we had became super good friends. Yeah. 
we used to have a computer class, uh, like all the Macs and shit that you had right. to get on once a week. We had Garage Band, and it was just something that we was both interested in. Yeah, we didn't really do nothing in there, but that's something we fucked with. But we later seen that we both really liked it in like eleventh grade. Okay, yeah, so much later on. Yeah, we both had been doing stuff well let's, let's slow down a little bit then mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go through some of those years that yeah. that's that's seventh grade right so mm-hmm. um how, how did you end up in that school what made you switch junior highs you said you were the new kid oh there. man uh i had lived in tracy for a year yeah what's... tracy is like this odd like bigot city oh, redneck wow. city yeah. uh like an hour or so away cows Just all shit. Sh- yeah exactly yeah. as far as a farmer city yeah yeah hella suburbs i went to this nice little middle school after coming from oakland maxwell park yeah and we couldn't afford to stay there. how'd you guys end up there uh my mom had found a nice five bedroom house for like two bands oh wow it was really yeah, nice cheap. it was yeah. a beautiful house that's awesome but we just couldn't stay there because again she used to do hair yeah and she'd only be able to stay at her house she was paying for for like two days out the week, oh. you know, because she'd be late. It's yeah. an hour drive. From yeah, Oakland. she didn't like to do that because now you're in this white city, so there's mm-hmm. no like clientele for her. Exactly, she's so got she go to go back to the to the town. Yeah, exactly. Wow, you say yeah. it was a bigoted city. Are you yeah. experiencing fucking racism? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that city is crazy. Tracy is not nothing to play with for no kids. Yeah, it's definitely something you can endure and be like. Bro, you know I'll beat your ass if I'm older. Yeah. As a kid, I remember a day uh, in school. Um, me and my brother were the only black kids at this school. No. Yeah, it was horrible. Wow. Um, playing basketball. They're playing basketball. My brother's playing basketball with another on another set of courts. Yeah. I walk up to this lonely white kid. I'm like, yeah, let me play basketball with you. He's like, no, nigger. Oh I'm like, oh, God. I said, oh, yeah. I said, this city's crazy. Yeah. That's why. That's crazy. The Tracy's that type of city. What, yeah, what was that experience? Okay, so yeah. in Oakland, you're probably going to predominantly black yeah, schools sure. your yeah. whole life, right? Exactly. And so then- That what, switch was crazy. What's that culture shock like of going oh, to an all-white- You're the only and then, black and then, kids. And then going back. Oh, it was- That sounds miserable. Oh, my were God. The te- I didn't know the what teachers to- single you out? Oh, the teachers were hella- They were worse than the kids. Yeah. My own sixth grade teacher- uh, we had like this back to school night where everybody was like selling shit. You bring stuff to school, you sell, you get points, you do whatever, you get yeah. like little ticket shits. Right. Just a little shit to make kids feel important. My teacher's standing with other teachers, and I walk in, I'm wearing a regular red shirt and some jeans. Bro, kid you not, teacher looks at me. He's, Demaje, come here. I'm like, yes, what's up, Mr. Freitas? Fuck you, Mr. Freitas. And he's like, what, what are you wearing red for? Uh, uh, your family bloods? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God. I said, what? I didn't even understand what he said at yeah. the time. And I walked away. Yeah, that shit. That's wild. Yeah. Um, must have felt great to get yeah, back I was to the like, town. I man. said, oh, it felt amazing. Yeah. I missed some of the little friends that I made, but no, not at all. Yeah. I yeah. could care less about Tracy. So you guys stick to the same school. And, mm-hmm. and is this just like, I mean, I, I don't want to like over exaggerate yeah, you guys' relationship, but is, is it like, Best friends, yeah? yeah. No, we were like sticky. Yeah. So my school went up to eighth grade before high school. Yeah. Uh, seventh grade, we had a crazy relationship. Like me and Silas were like glue yeah. with Manny. Yeah. Um, but then Silas has to go to Tracy. They moved to Tracy. Oh, he uh, went up to Tracy too. Yeah. So he, so then you guys have that shared experience as well, yeah. where he had to Later, go experience yep. that bullshit too. Exactly. So that yeah. probably makes the bond even crazier exactly. when he gets back. Yeah, we share stories all day. Wow. So yeah, as I'm going to eighth grade, he goes, and I just came back. 
Uh, we still connect a little bit through Facebook, not too much. You're just like, hey, good luck up there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I said, damn, you really leaving? I said, bro, don't leave. You don't got to leave. And he's like, I'm not making the choice. It's, yeah. Yeah. And so how long is he gone before he gets back? Um, Maybe like 10th grade he comes back. Or no, like 9th grade. He comes back 9th grade. Was just it just one year. back to normal once he's back? or is it- Oh, I didn't, I didn't see Silas again until uh, like 11th grade. Summer school, yeah. Oh, summer school. Okay, so you guys run into each other at summer school, and yeah, you're like, like, oh, shit. I said, bro, what? What? What's up with you? Yeah. Yeah. So he was on. Then found out he lived across the street from me. No way. Yeah, back in summer school. I'm like, bro, what? We took the same bus back, and I'm like, bro, where are you going? Yeah. He's like, I'm going home. What? Where do you live at? Where I live on 94. Oh, I live on 94. Shut up. You and guys didn't even realize. Because he was crazy. always inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. i mean so shit i want to be side too that neighborhood that's just crazy really was it yeah sunnyside is crazy yeah uh, yeah well, how do you stay out of trouble there then oh man you just don't stay out late yeah <laughs> honestly yeah. Um, be back before the street lights are exactly on. or you just don't get to know the wrong people you know so you wouldn't be skating in that neighborhood or what no nah, i'd definitely be skating that would be like a bubble because like nobody else skates oh, okay they yeah. know i don't really no nobody because i'm skating right if i'm hooping oh who he hoop with who do he know oh right 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 okay so that was like skating is almost like your little invincibility shield from the fucking neighborhood that's interesting and then also just like and size could definitely work for this too it's just not trying to look weird because you could definitely look weird in any hood yeah yeah so if you walk through sunnyside and you just like constantly trying to give respect you're not like you know, you can give an aura off. Yeah. Then you get pressed and then shit happened like yeah. that. So, yeah, all you had to do is not be a weirdo. Exactly. And then you're all right. And not indulge. Yeah. And engage in shit. As I'm kind of listening to this character arc of your life, it mm-hmm. really seems like you two joining back together yeah. in the 11th grade is kind of this momentous moment because yeah. both of you guys, well, for one, you realize you live right across the street. Yeah. But then clearly both of you guys are interested in starting to make music because yep. that's when you... Mm-hmm. Somebody gets FL Pro, yeah? Yeah, Silas went to, um, oh no, he had already understood GarageBand a little bit more. Yeah. And he had already Just like been, looping and shit. Exactly. And he had already had some FL practice for like four months yeah and he was just showing me because he was going to like a youth center or something yeah, am i right exactly. about that yeah, yeah. somebody was the teaching him in a, at, at the school that's right mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay and then i was writing all throughout high school yeah, yeah. writing raps yeah yeah what were right. your raps like back then oh man were they very emo still nah they, <laughs> they were just whack they was just really i was trying to get my flow together yeah you know? uh, yeah you got to find your voice exactly yeah and it was all written to Flying Lotus beats. Really? Yeah, all Flying. I only wrote to Flying Lotus. Which project mainly? Uh, massage situation was the main beat. Yeah. Um, or you would write to just one beat. One beat. Yeah. I've really only I've wrote probably like twenty raps to just that beat. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. What record is that off of? Uh, that is, is that Cosmo. Cosmo. I'm no, not sure. I, I used to listen to Los Angeles a lot. Yeah. I used to listen to it a lot because yeah. I was down here. Like uh, mm-hmm. I, I uh, am of the age where I like really got to witness Flying Lotus go from being like Steve mm-hmm. that was like at the shows, yeah. like hey, there's Steve. Steve, he's here, to being like he would walk through the door and 
people would get out of his way. Like it was like Moses walking in and the Red Sea's part. I'm like, oh my God, there's people whispering. Oh my God, flying lotus. Yeah. I'll never forget one time at Low End Theory, one of my best friends who used to um, make music videos for me and shit. Mm -hmm. It turns out that him and Steve went to school together in San Francisco at some art institute. Yeah. Yeah. He hated that shit, supposedly. Yeah. So there you go. So, so flying lotus, he's like, flying lotus at this mm, point right yeah he sees us at the bar and walks over and he's like hey man didn't we go to school together and my buddy kyle is his yeah. name he like didn't know he he was new to the scene he wasn't like a uh a, a low-end theory dude yeah. so he's just like hmm like didn't understand the levity of the situation right oh. of like yo this is the most famous guy in the room coming to talk to you and so yeah. he's like hmm uh i don't i mean maybe you kind of look familiar and he's like oh. no i'm telling you we went to artists we had these classes together and i'm like and after a fucking flying little i'm like fool do you realize what That's just a, happened bro, like, yeah, I'm he's like, trying to like reach out yeah i was just like say, yeah. i'm like bro you could like you could have done all the music videos <laughs> no, right there jesus christ <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I really got to like watch him go from being like this young producer, like your yeah. age to being like, wow, you know, this world famous dude who like wow. f- headlines festivals. Mad Lib is definitely like they're tying right now because I've been my Mad Lib stage for yeah, sure. Yeah. I love Mad Lib to death and oh no. Uh, but Fly Low was my first like all time greatest living. How'd you find out about him? Adult Swim for sure. Oh, yeah. And all the just the far end shit that they do. Me and Silas were at this show um, with Science Band and Salami. Uh, Joe Lo, I can't. Oh, I always say her name wrong. Is Salami. Her? She's uh she's under Brain Freeder. Okay, yeah. And stuff. And we're at her show, and me and Silas are there. We getting tipsy and shit. And he's like, "Bro, Flylo's here." And I'm like, "Bro, no, he is not." Yeah. I look at him like, uh, "Becky, no, the fuck he is not." <laughs> Stop. Because <laughs> like I've DM me and Sil- Flylo have talked a little bit in DMs, and I've like. Share my appreciation for him, like, bro, but if I see him in person, it's different. Yeah. He said, bro, he's at the door, like, and he's just, like, standing right there by himself. And I'm like, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, bro, I said, can you, like, size you walk up to him first. I'm going to be behind you. Oh, my he's like, God. And Sai's like, okay. And he right. walks over. He's like, yeah, my friend. And I'm like, hi, 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 fly, hi. Yeah, He's yeah. like, oh, what's up, man? I'm like. It's it's so nice to I couldn't even fathom words to speak. At this point I'm just like letting spirit talk. I'm it's it's so nice to uh, finally finally meet meet you, sir. Oh my god. He's like, Oh, it's, it's nice to meet you too and I'm like, Oh my god. That's really funny. Nah, it was lit. It was hella lit. He was so cool. That's adorable. Yeah. That is adorable. Nah, that was beautiful. Yeah. It was very cool. I wish somebody recorded it because that shit would have been right blush, whole face red. Right. I love him, I love him so much. So you so you just used to write mad raps over just his hella beats. Raps. And so were you telling anybody that you used to write raps? Um, actually, hella young, uh, when I was about six years old, maybe seven, literally when uh, 8 Mile was just getting on TV and showing reruns and stuff. Right. Uh, so it was probably like a year after it came out. I, Me and my brother watched that movie religiously. 8 Mile. Um, I, 8 Mile. Yeah, wow. Eminem. Yeah. And I remember... I remember pretty much all of the battles and I wrote one down and I went back to my grandmother's room to study it and study it and read the whole thing to her. Like I wrote it and she was like, I'm so proud of you, bro. And my granny was like, keep going. I said, let's go. And she knew I didn't write, write it. Like I had, she was just encouraging you. Yeah. yeah. She knew that what was going on. She allowed me. Yeah. Much. You did the verse where it's like, he ain't a gangster. Sure, His real name's it. Clarence. Yeah. <laughs> 
And Clarence Parrish had a real, real good, good, yeah, good, real good marriage. No, <laughs> I like you're, you're sure screaming, I don't no, fit you. That's the verse I did. That's really top screaming, Lotto, I don't fit you. Looking like a cyclone hit you. That's that's probably the funniest one. Nah, that's, the, the, that's what I thought. He wrote all of those. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand that until recently. Yeah, he wrote all those. I there's one that's really bad where he's like, hibbity hobbity, hibbity. Yeah. I'm like, what were you doing there? What were you thinking? But I think I think that was just a long day because yeah. I know there was a bunch of battles that didn't make it to the movie too. Really? Yeah, if you Google actually, um, this dude that has been rapping forever, that's mm-hmm. a loose acquaintance of mine named Marv One. You know Marv mm-hmm. One? He's a battle rapper from Detroit. Yeah, I think I've seen him. Yeah, him and M are probably almost the same age. Like, they're, mm. you know, we're like all, they're all like my age, essentially. Yeah. Um, Marv had a battle that got, that was only in the deleted scenes, like on the oh, DVD extras. Wow. And they, yeah, they battled. And what? Eminem wrote a verse specifically for Marv. You know what I'm saying? What? And so I'm sure that he was writing. All yeah, fucking day. Oh, I was about to say, yeah, he's tired. I yeah, know he hates writing. Exactly, <laughs> just tired. Yeah. Anyway, so you love Eight Mile, mm-hmm. and so when you find out that Silas is making beats at school, mm-hmm. do you kind of hit him up like, "Oh, well, I'm like, I've been rapping." Yeah, I'm like, uh, "Come over." Yeah. My mom. So the thing is, Silas had a older computer. Yeah. And he could make his beats fairly easy sometimes sometimes it's just an old computer she would crash and everything. exactly yeah, exactly yeah. my mom had given me her old mac desktop i'm like bro i got garage band come show me what you know and he's like bro of course you got speakers i said yes i got speakers you can stay whenever yeah and then we just continued to bond and grow from there yeah so at his house he's working on fl and at your house you guys are working on garage band mm-hmm. did you exactly. figure out how to what is that shit boot camp or whatever where you could like put um fl like hell where you no turn, oh. <laughs> I, I wish do you I know wish about that knew. though and like just switching the there, there's some way that you can before fl was available yeah. for mac you could like put this program all called boot camp that would basically make your mac act uh, like a, a pc okay. or yeah and a then PC. you could and then you could run yeah, fl through that wow if i would have had that if we would have had that we'd be different artists right now. yeah right right <laughs> Yeah, how how does that affect the creative process and your learning process, really, yeah. where you're only getting to work on GarageBand while he's working on FL? Because now yeah. you work on FL as well, right? Yeah. Um, GarageBand was, is super hard to make. Like It is hard. To make some shit that we're making now. It, right. Like, I was trying to time stretch and add effects and You can't shit, add but, swing or nothing bro, in that. Like, it's You disgusting. can barely really chop, right? Yeah, no, ba- nothing. You can't barely do anything. Yeah. It's for people recording instruments into pretty yeah. much. Yeah, well, and and podcasts. Yeah, and podcasts. I'm using it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a long, treacherous thing we both went through for a while. He's like, bro, we just got to get that fail somehow. Uh, I ended up getting my dad's old laptop Yeah, that can barely run uh, a big picture. Like, you can't even open a picture. Yeah. Got FL on there for somehow, and then we started to grow from there, finally, after, like, four or so months of being together. I think... Both of you guys are such phenomenal producers Mm -hmm. and definitely can tell that you built together, but each have your own distinctive style for Mm -hmm. certain. Were you guys sending FLPs back and forth to each other? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For like almost a full year, I was just, or not even that, probably like a year and a half, almost two years, I was only rapping on Silas's beats. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like only him. I'm like, you got anything that I could, yeah, I got something. I'm like, oh, you want to get on this? Oh, no, nah, it's only beats, only his beats. I mean, yeah, yeah. 
How long does it take before you feel comfortable rapping over something you made? Like, oh, man. What, what did you do? You remember having a first beat where you're like, "Oh yeah. wait, I've got it now." I said, "Okay, let me try." Yeah, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna record this on my phone, mm-hmm. my little iPhone four, into the mic, and then email that and try to see what it sounds like." I was like, "Okay, it's not that bad." Yeah, or I think it's pretty. Actually, I thought it was amazing. In re- in reality, it's shit. It's like the worst shit. I got it still on private on SoundCloud. Yeah, that was the first like move towards like okay, I can do this too, you know. Yeah, on my own shit. What was you guys' thought process on trying to build yourselves up as rappers? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like how are you going to? I don't know. Get the music out. Yeah. Uh. Well, we again when we met after summer school, we had went into uh the school bunch that Silas was already introduced to for the music program. Uh, we went there, and I was already in a little bit deep on producing on GarageBand and FL a little bit, and went even deeper at school. Um, and we decided to make this rap group called Kinfolk with another friend of mine who was super far into writing, yeah. but he makes no beats. Right. So Silas making crazy beats. I was making okay beats writing. Silas was writing too. Yeah. And it was Kayvon who was like writing, writing. Right. Like he was like Kanye to us. Wow. Yeah, it was saucy, pretty saucy. Um, and did you guys start to get a little fan base in your school? Yeah, uh, nah, it's not cool. They were like, school? "Yeah, y'all odd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, why are y'all staying in that back room behind the school yeah, with speakers? Yeah. So not at the school, but like what in on online? You're getting some people listening. No, um, no? so it started on SoundCloud. We'd all always just post stuff onto Silas's page. And stuff would get plays like 400, 500, which was big for what it And he was already was. going by Overcast back then. Yeah, yeah. he was definitely going by. And did you did you ever have a rap name or was it always just like, nah, oh, Magia is the rap nah, name? Nah, it was gross. Um, my first rap name was Sunshine. Woo! Yeah, it was not. I, mm-mm. Yeah, it was horrible. That was a horrible time for me. I used to go to Starbucks like... Yeah, my name's Sunshine. They're like, oh, is that your real name? I'm like, yeah. Wow. You were in it. Yeah, you I was in some, it. You got some puka th- shells? <laughs> no. <laughs> I had flaming red hair. Like, oh, I really? Had, I had a, a big red afro. No way. Wow. What did your mom think of that? As oh, she helped. She did she it. She did it. Yeah, she used to, she let us do whatever we wanted. Don't go back to hair. Tracy with that red hair yeah, and wearing nah. a red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck Mr. Fraser. <laughs> Bro, if I if I see him one day, I'm like gonna spit on his car or something. Yeah, so you're going by sunshine. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going by sunshine. Uh, again, uh, they are allowing me to do whatever. So, cause they could have easily called me Goofy with the sunshine name. I would have changed to something. Right. Stay like that for a while. We was all growing as artists. Silas is making beats are getting crazy as hell. Mine yeah. are getting there too. Kayvon's reps are still in crazy. Yeah. And we're all just growing throughout the year before the year ends. Stuff is getting posted on SoundCloud. Now people are expecting us. We drop a song that has like 10K. Woo! Yeah, that was At that big time, that too. feels great. That feels amazing. We're like, bro, we got to keep going. By, but by summertime, uh, you know, finishing high school, you got to deal with life now. Yeah, of course. That's That was going to be my next question is like, how do you guys keep it together after you graduate? Because now... Yeah. You got to pay bills. You exactly. got to help pay bills. Exactly. Maybe get a job. College, I for sure a, had to get a job. I was trying to go to college. Yeah. College didn't work out too much. So I was working. Silas was working. What, uh, what were you doing for work? I was a shoe salesman. I worked at Shoe Palace. Fuck Shoe Palace. Yeah. Shoe Palace week. Kind of neat. Brought to you by Shoe Palace. Uh, no, I'm just don't kidding. do 
<laughs> don't do it. Don't take the check. <laughs> did you? You didn't have to wear like a fucking referee shirt. I definitely did. Yeah. My shirt was a. It was a soccer jersey. Oh wow! And it had to. And they only gave me one. Yeah. So you had to wear it. It just musty. Oh, it was disgusting. Yeah. It was very gross. Oh yeah. People didn't want to buy no shoes from me. Yeah. And so is that like a very super minimum wage, and then you get maybe some yep. commission if you sell shoes type? I shit? didn't get no commission. No commission. It was only ten dollars an hour. Oh yeah. Like flat. Wow. Making like two hundred and like twenty dollars every two weeks. A week, week, very weak. And that's just to kind of like help keep mom off your back because you're not doing yeah, anything else. That was or? definitely to keep pops off my back because yeah, at this yeah. time I was just staying with my dad. Yeah, my mom was taking care of my grandmother. Yeah, and, and your my new brother. baby boy. Or no, not yet, not yet, oh, not, not yet. yet. But it was just taking care of my mom, my uncle. I mean, my grandmother, my uncle, and my brother. Yeah. And then I was just. Easing her to stand with my father at the time. Yeah. yeah, right, right. What, did you go to like a community college for a little bit? Yeah, just I went to this school out. called Laney. Yeah. Um, I did art, a lot of art programs there. I soared in it. My art teacher is like, bro, you do not need to be here. Um, You need to go take your music fully seriously. You don't need to do this. Your this art teacher said that to you? Yeah, wow. she was like, you're an amazing artist. You don't need to take these classes. You're not going to get none from Laney. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's a ballsy thing for a teacher to say. Yeah. Nah, she loves me. I love her so much. Shout her out, man. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember my... T- I love. She knows I love her so much. Yeah, yeah. She don't remember my first name either. She called me by my middle name. What was Kirk. That? Oh, she okay. said Kirk. That, that's the easy She one. was like... Actually, she walked up to me and said, don't write your first name on none of your work because I don't want to mispronounce your name, so just write something easy. Yeah, yeah. What happens in the last, like, three-ish years where um, you you guys really start meeting everybody and becoming Mm -hmm. engulfed and ingrained in this, like, what is my personal favorite rap scene? You know what I mean? Like, you're um, close friends with people that i listen to all the time you yeah. know you, you guys collaborate or you've collaborated with pink sifu navy mm-hmm. blue um zero mm-hmm. like yeah. all, all these guys who are amazing rappers like how do you become a part of that scene man uh well staying so close to silas silas has people he reaches out to yeah. and have been watching him and i have mine yeah uh silas is now befriending mavi and mavi is well connected with or it starts to gain clarity from people uh that he is trading with Silas and Silas trading with me and we're all just Is that Mavi connection through like SoundCloud and shit or Yeah, what? Silas yeah. met supposedly Silas met Mavi through Kick just randomly. Oh, okay. And they were like, Bro, you rap? Oh, I I make beats and they started trading beats. Oh, that's hella right, early. that's right. I think he told me that story. Yeah. yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um and then later on, Mavi is at Tebe's house and Tebe's like, Yeah, I know Overcast. I've been watching him bloom since or probably around kinfolk days. Yeah, wow. And I'm like... Man, he really got his eyes on shit. Yeah. That's wild. That's yeah. just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and that's that started to bloom. Uh, Sage is a fan of ours, and uh, he reaches out to me and Silas, or he reaches out to Silas. As, as kinfolk or as uh, oh, solo as, artists? Oh, as just me and Silas. Yeah, yeah wow. Way yeah, yeah. after. Wow. Um, and I was, at the time, I was working at the airport, so oh, I'm wow. like... Bro, I'm getting us out of here. We gonna go and visit them for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. These guys, man, Tebe and Sage must be like really tapped yeah, in because no, you guys super tapped. In. I mean, like you guys were underground. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and what made Silas stick out a lot? Yeah. Uh, he had uh collaborations with God's Connect. Okay. This is big, and God's Connect is like a hub for 
small underground artist. Yeah, yeah. And he's been a fan of ours since Kinfolk too. Oh wow. Um, so just having hit Silas's work up there and our work being connected to that. Yeah. Tebe found probably Silas yeah. through God's connect. What I think that's how I think it goes. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's so dope that um. I mean this. Shout with, out guys connect too. I'm yeah. Shout out. I mean this with all respect, but like mm-hmm. you know, you and Silas, um, as of last year yeah. when I think things started, or well, things really started popping off. Yeah, for both of you guys, like yeah. two, early or late 2019, early 2020 yeah. is where it seemed to be like the next step. Mm-hmm. But you guys are still like ultra underground, and you yeah. got these really huge artists kind of like looking out for you guys yeah. and 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 collaborating with you and and um and I, I don't know i just think that's yeah such a great community and i and i think it's because of like our spirit you know and yeah. just like who we are and how we treat people you know because yeah. you can invite somebody who makes crazy beats to come and like hang out and they'll be a weirdo you know oh man i i have met some like super exactly. diva producers exactly like, yeah just odd you know yeah. just not who you expected right. and they invite us and we have the beats and we're just cool we treat everybody like humans yeah 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 easy to work with exactly easy to be around really yeah exactly right and you make a bond through that you know and just understanding the person across from you i mean for you personally tell me how you get to where you were at with kinfolk and and the record that you released in 2018 to where you really make this magnum opus Mm -hmm. in and such is life um i mean it is a sprawling record full of so many ideas and full of so much emotion yeah and a huge stylistic leap forward like i I don't know how did you get in touch with that part of your brain man um just tapping back into things that i've been through and learning how to grow from those things yeah and understanding them and putting it on paper and making a beat out of that feeling you know that was a lot of the album yeah just really all of that a lot of that as you're making it it, Mm because it's so cohesive as well is it something where everything was spilling out of you and then once you have it all finished you kind of put it together or was it like were you making it sort of linearly where it's like well Mm -hmm. now i've got this but i need i need to do this that yeah. I, people that work like that, I like admire them so much. I can't. It, it's really hard for me. Now, I definitely because shit I blends together so much yeah. in your record. Like it really sounds like one song goes yeah. right into the the next. A lot of yeah. times, you know, inspiration from Flylo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just was going and going through things, sharing things with Silas, uh, hearing things with Silas, yeah. like beats and stuff, and yeah, working and shit, and writing and relationships and. And with granny helping this out helping yeah. that out and just like as the days go on the weeks goes on turning into months i'm just stacking things that i've been doing recording beats and throughout the whole year all these things are like semi-connected because again it's my life yeah. um and now i have just like this bigger circle like thing you yeah. know and passing it on to zero and just giving him the spill on everything and he just understands me. Did Z kind of, did he help sequence everything? No, I no? I sequenced everything. It. He just mixed it. He mixed and mastered and, and like yeah. blended everything perfectly. Yeah. Me and him talked about albums that I've loved and Yeah, I, not to be like too inside baseball, but yeah. even sometimes like when I when I'm listening and I go Oh, that was like a really smart use of a delay right there. Like yeah. was that on the vocals or something, right? Yeah. Like is that you doing that in FL or did you, or did zero go like, Hey, you know what? As mm-hmm. I'm mixing this, I'm noticing like maybe we could do like some kind of long ping pong yeah. delay here. You so know? yeah, I've learned 
as I've started recording, remember the days I was recording on my iPhone yeah, 4? Yeah. I had gotten to mixing then too. Yeah. And I just wanted to always go bigger and better. Yeah. So a lot of the mixes are me and like all the delays and the beat changes and the growth throughout the song is me. Yeah. And what brought it together was zero. Okay. So like just blending shit at the end, yeah. adding interludes, uh, vocals and stuff on top of beats. Yeah. Um, I honestly almost didn't even say anything to him. I'm like, bro. He just got it. Yeah. I mean, Zero is such an amazing artist. Yeah. Like, like you know, he. I think, yeah, he's just tapped into a different wavelength. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it makes sense that he gets it. Yeah. Because he's, cause he's like a fucking genius. Yeah, he really is. You know, there are some artists where you listen and you go, how did they do that? Yeah. Because most times I listen to music and I'm like, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I can't do that, but I get it. Yeah. I understand how they did it. I listen to it's his shit to and yeah. I go- what did I just listen to? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like with my music and the stuff that I grew up listening to, yeah. he's just like, I feel like he's done, he listened to the same things yeah, and has right. an appreciation for the same things. Right. And he skates you know? too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you guys have a similar story in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. He was just skating yesterday and couldn't tap in because he was skating. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. As you're sending and such as life mm -hmm. to like the brain trust, are they mm -hmm. all kind of like, whoa like you did something here yeah for example did yeah. you send it to somebody like pink seafood when he's like holy shit like oh you're, yeah you're nah. onto some shit right here live uh live yeah was sitting in with zero as he's mixing he's oh like, wow. bro these are all beautiful yeah um i was sending as i was making stuff to sage yeah. Sage loves and we'd always trade i listened to a lot of the stuff yeah that he's putting out now back then back then right yeah because uh, like that that's your brain trust yeah that, that's what i mean like yeah your creative inspirations your people exactly. that you trust to oh listen, yeah for to, sure to listen to the art when it's still raw for sure yeah. Yeah. yeah now sage is such a good support system yeah, yeah. uh silas too yeah I send stuff to Tebe. um and those are like my main like close ones oh sneed of course yeah. sneed is yeah such an amazing artist silas sneed overcast I mean, oops, uh, Sage yeah. and Zero. Yeah. Those are like, oh, and Jay, Jay Versace. Oh, I love him so much. Man, he is freaking tapped in too. Oh, like, his man, album's going to be crazy. He knows so much about music. It's wild. It's really insane. Yeah. Like, his his Twitter presence is like intimidating with his music yeah. knowledge. It's wild. I'm like, holy and he's, shit. And he's only growing. Yeah. You yeah. know how people take a break from stuff and they're like, oh, how yeah. long do you take? No, he's no, he, he seems like insatiable with music. Mm -hmm. Like, like can't stop yeah yeah right i mean mm -hmm. i don't know i have never met the dude but now nah, he only lots just, of respect he only makes beats like, yeah he's crazy that's tight um i find it like i said like so inspiring that yeah that the that scene and community embraces you in such a way because mm -hmm. i do think and i mean this with all respect because yeah. i hate when people say like oh it's slept on but like yeah that record is criminally slept on. Yeah. Like both you and Silas, I feel like your metrics right now are not reflecting your level of maybe like influence yeah. or level of, of accomplishment. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the numbers lie on these yeah, things, for sure. it, which is so weird because I'm like, this is a fucking beautiful record that should have ended up on a lot of like end of the year lists. Yeah. But then I look at your Spotify and I'm just like, okay, it's it's still yeah. growing, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think that yeah. in such and life will be and try again. Yeah. Uh will be like these albums that people look back on like, "Oh my god, they been at it." Yeah, you know, exactly. And I, oh wow. You know, and that's not to lie like, "Oh yeah, I was there since like as I think it's going to be one of those yeah. type of projects. Agreed. Absolutely yeah. agreed. I think these are ones that are going to age really well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and exactly. Uh, and that's what I'm going for personally. Yeah. You know. 
And I'll get to be one of those people online that goes, Psh, I <laughs> y'all don't know about try again. Y'all don't know about it. such a life. But anyhow, um, you know, you have your whole life to make your first record. You have mm-hmm. a year to make the next one, right? That's mm-hmm. what they say. Uh, has looking at the blank page been um, intimidating, or did oh, you no, just dive man. right back into it? Uh, as and such as I dropped, I was I dropped it in the studio. Yeah, like, um, I've been learning theory, getting back into it. Yeah, uh, and that has been like a, such a fun trip. Awesome. Uh, remaking things and flipping things and trying to put my hands on instruments I've never fucked with yeah uh, got back into drums i brought a new drum set awesome. uh so like this next one is just it's just gonna be all growth you know it's gonna be i i, I can't even say right now i can't really even put into words no nah, that's great i'm yeah. excited i'm glad that you stayed inspired you know some mm-hmm. people i i think um when you put a record out like that mm-hmm. it, it's exhausting yeah to, no it definitely is it's mentally and emotionally exhausting to 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 look so far inward and, yeah and f- learn so much about yourself yeah and some people need to take a break and i'm i'm i think it's dope that you didn't need to. yeah no yeah. I, I took a break for like a month on writing and yeah. stuff but beats beats have always just flowed out that's of the me. hobby yeah yeah really yeah um well i'm excited for the new shit man yeah uh, and i'm glad that this worked out you know f- full transparency for people listening th- mm. w- this almost didn't happen yeah. like you i thought you were going to be here an extra day and you're like nope i'm not here an extra day and mm-hmm. the the person who was supposed to be on the show tonight can't canceled last minute oh, and so what? yeah that's why i was like that's why i hit you oh, up this morning like, I was like no I was yeah like, oh, yeah. yeah exactly so um yeah it just worked out kismet yeah. so that's fantastic and i'm glad that i was able to have you on the show because i wanted oh, to have you, you on last year but it was like right in the thick of covid yeah. when you put the shit out it was yeah. like impossible to have yeah. you guys come down so uh i'm glad it finally worked out oh no thank you i'm glad i was able to absolutely have this was beautiful yeah man it was cool that said I think we did what we came to do. Yes. Tell the people where they can find you online. Oh, man. Demagie. Everywhere. Uh, D-E-M-A-H-J-I-A-E. Um, you can find me under production credits of some of your favorite artists. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you have some credits for? Oh, man. Uh, Love Sage. That's my, that's my yeah. guy. Silas. That's my guy. I got some names Sa- I can't Sage say is, yet. Sage is navy blue. If you yeah, yeah. when oh, we're talking about me, navy blue, yeah, navy excuse blue, me. and the then truest. when you're talking about Te- Tebe, they're talking about Earl you're talking Swisher. about Earl Earl mm-hmm. Sweatshirt. Just in case you get like, mm-hmm. you know, that's like the rap version of um, people in LA. They used to go, um, oh yeah. And then I work with with Skrillex, and I, you go, oh, you uh, mean Sunny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could be like, oh, Sunny. Oh, I miss Skrillex. That's me and Sazi slap him all day. No shit. I, that makes sense. Um, Demagier. He didn't know how to spell it till he was in fourth grade. Yep, so like, yep. you're gonna have trouble trying to spell it. It mm-hmm. might be easier to just look up and comma such as exactly. life on Spotify. From there, you'll be able to find all of his socials. Follow mm-hmm. this man on Twitter. Follow mm-hmm. him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Follow him on Spotify. Yes, um, it's worth it. I think, um, you know, for me. If you guys listen to this podcast and you trust my taste in music, this one is a home run. Like, mm-hmm. I love this record. I genuinely, uh, there are a lot of people that sit in that chair that I don't really listen to their record. This one, I actually listen to the record. That's what I'm talking so. about. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm uh, clapping. Yeah, there we go. So anyway, my name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me online at It's Intuition. You can follow my man, Avery Kentis, behind the boards, making the shit sound mm-hmm. buttery, at uh, Avery Kentis with a K. Follow us as a unit at Kind of Neat youtube.com slash kind of neat where we're going to see dimaggio perform mm-hmm. probably some mm-hmm. kind of medley we haven't figured mm-hmm. it out yet but mm-hmm. it'll probably be a couple of verses couple of songs mm-hmm. kind of neat.net where everything's wrapped up in a pretty package and uh, i think that was it my name is lee this was dimaggio and this was kind of neat and that's it.